It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, here we go. It's podcast time. It's a Wednesday, as Al has just informed me, and that means it's softball night and, well, for me, Little League night, and that's the way things go. What's up, Al Dukes? So I was thinking of this, Jerry. Uh, I've been using uh, my entire uh, adult life, I've been using my same Little League mitt that I had when I was, I bought this glove when I was 13. Right. And I've been using the same mitt, and it's tiny, and it's autographed by Bucky Dent. Not a real autograph. It's no. the inscription. Signature model, infielder, shortstop, uh, Bucky Dent model. Right. It's small, It, uh, but my hand is used to it. I've never worn another glove or never used in a game. You're not going to cheat on your glove. But I feel like I need to get another glove because uh, I just feel like at some point a smoking liner is going to come and snap that uh, if I'm 48 now, how many years is that from 13? 35. 35 years ago. Take uh, a couple hundred bucks and go buy yourself a glove. Well, it's not, they're not a couple hundred bucks. If you want a good one, they could be 500 bucks. Well, I looked on, uh, I was looking to see what sports stores are near where I live, and there's a uh, Models. Mm-hmm. The problem with these stores, the Models, the um, Dick's Sporting Goods, because everyone's so used to buying everything online, you go in there, they have like a handful of. I can models. tell you the Models in Homedale. That one. Now, I have to go look again, but before the baseball season began, very good selection. They did. And the Dick's Sporting Goods in Freehold? Yes. Phenomenal selection. All right. Dick's Maybe. Sporting Goods is awesome. Apparently, you're probably better off just going to Woodbridge. It's faster. But Models is closer. It's, it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not into driving. Models uh, will take you 10 minutes. But yeah. where, where you live, though, you go to Woodbridge Mall, you'll be there in 14 minutes. Really? Yeah. It's easy. Very I might easy. do that today, although I do want to nap, Jerry, before the big yeah, game. Yeah, you're not going to do that today. You're going to go to sleep. Yeah. Yes. I'll probably be like, I'll give this glove one more chance. One more game and then and get a new then, glove. Maybe get a new glove over a nice long weekend. I did try that thing uh, last season, near like the middle of last seasons of softball. I, I ordered a couple gloves on Amazon. You did? I didn't like any of them. Can and you I return sent them? them? Sent them all back. Look at you. Very sent smart. Sent them all back, Very Jerry. Very smart. Jerry, I got uh, this article sent to me, and perhaps you were tagged on it as well, from many, many, many alert Twitter users. Is this another Frontier Airlines mishap? It is. Yeah. They've had a rough week. What was their... The, the one I have today, people sent me a passenger peeing on the seat in front of him during a flight. That's a problem. Can you say why? Uh, well, let's look into this lady. Uh, Translation, uh, yeah. let's read the article. Yeah, I was in another meeting. Were you uh, really? The, a brief one. Hmm. The FBI confirmed that the man is a 45-year-old fella, Michael Hag. He's been charged with interfering with flight crew, as well as indecent exposure for peeing in his seat in front of the uh, onto the seat in front of him. Uh, he also uh, grabbed two women during the flight. And urinated on the seat in front of him. Boy. 
The ordeal uh, started two hours into the flight from Denver to Charleston, South Carolina. He'd been drinking before he even got on the flight, and he grabbed a woman seated next to him. Uh, So he was drunk. uh, He was. A passenger by the name of Emily says, quote, I hear a woman scream. If this man effing touches me one more time, I'll effing kill him. Uh, This passenger, Emily, said that the man seemed, quote, extremely intoxicated and, quote, out of his mind. The woman who was groped says she saw the man drink two double shots of vodka. Oh, boy. He'd verbally assaulted another woman on the flight, asked her questions about her sexual habits. When flight attendants became aware of his behavior two hours into the flight, he was moved to an empty row of two seats in the rear of the plane. That did not work, though. That's when he decided to urinate on the seat in front of him. So what do they do? Just arrest him when he get when they land? Uh, yep. There, I see photos of him arrested in the airport. What a jackass! Again, another guy ruining a nice, easy flight. Quote: The passenger yelled, "He's effing peeing! He's peeing! Oh my god!" Interesting. It's he was disgusting. Uh, it's taken away in handcuffs. Good. He, he was, should. He was released on $25,000 bond. He made $25,000 bond? Yeah. Wow. You know what's funny about that? So with the t- when you pay bond, right, don't you get that back if you're proven innocent? I think so. So I, how I don't in really the know hell about is bond. this guy going to get $25,000 back? I don't know. With eyewitnesses, and I would imagine urine stains and a soaking wet back seat. One of the passengers who complained says her bag fees were waived, and she was given a $200 Frontier voucher. See, that sucks for Frontier. Yeah. That they've got to do that now for, uh, did they do it for everybody on the plane or just? That I'm not sure. Oh, if it was just a couple people, that's fine. Frontier Deborah. released a statement that said Frontier has zero tolerance for behavior that affects the safety of our passengers and crew. Do you we have are... tolerance for people peeing on the back seat? I do not. I'm Me with neither. Frontier. I have no tolerance. No tolerance. I agree. Yeah, but the Frontier was the airline where the guy got into it with the service dog and punched them. Punched Remember the service dog? Yeah. yeah. They've had a rough week. Yes. Uh, tough uh, tough go. Yes. Tough go of it. So. Uh, it's the alcohol in these. You notice any time. Yeah. Any situation where there's heavy drinking involved, sporting events. Mm-hmm. Um, I just sound like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It always can lead to trouble because a lot of people... They think when they get in a situation, like a lot of people are afraid to fly or get high anxiety flying. Correct. And I think if I have a drink or two, I'll be perfect. Right. A drink or two. Right. Not the, three or four. The problem is once you're in drink number two, you think, well, I'll have drink number three. Then in drink number three, you think, well, I'll just have one more. And is there anything worse than being drunk on a plane? I never have been, but I only imagine how bad it is being drunk on a plane and having to go to the bathroom every three minutes. Yeah, I've never, I've, I don't think I've ever been drunk on a plane. Yeah, me neither. I don't think so. Never, never, never. I think I was drunk on a private plane with Craig once when we went to Las Vegas. That doesn't count. Right? Not I mean, on... you agree that's kind of different. Yeah, that's yeah, different. That's different. Jerry, Instagram is finally going to let you mute people. Now, you can mute people on Twitter, which, and here's where it's useful. <clears throat> you can mute people like, um, let's say you started following some friends or fellow talk show hosts here at WFAN or producers and things. Right. And... They're really annoying on Twitter, but you know that if you unfollow them, 
uh, they're going to notice that you're no longer following them and they're going to wonder why. Right. So you mute them, meaning you never see their stuff, but they think you're still following everything they do. I've actually done that to a lot of people. Yeah, me too. My my mute list on Twitter is through the roof. Mm-hmm. I did it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instagram is going to let you do a similar thing. It's a mute feature on the app. Okay. It'll help you avoid... Uh, those things when you don't want to see what people are doing, but you want them to think you're still following them. Right. So I like that. You can mute their posts or their stories, Instagram stories. It's funny how all these social media sites, they just follow one another. Remember, yeah. right? Like, Because Twitter did the likes like in, like uh, Facebook. Yes. Right, or love, or I don't know, you get the heart or whatever. So stupid. So if you ever need to take a break, Jerry, from someone on Instagram, I'm not on Instagram. You anymore. feel free. I have that account that I started uh, two years ago. I don't think I've touched it since. Is that right? I don't believe so. And Facebook, I'm out. So you're really just a Twitter guy. Yeah, and even that, I took off my phone. Oh, is that right? I'm on Twitter when I'm here. That's it. You're limiting your social media use. Yeah. On Sunday night, I posted the video of the groundhog. On Saturday, I think it was. And then on Sunday evening, I know it's just enough. I took it off my phone. Where are we at with this groundhog? Uh, we, have, we have humane traps. Humane traps? Yes. In your backyard? Yes. And once we once the groundhog is caught, they come take it and they take it to a, a park and they let it go in the woods. So they capture the uh, groundhog from your backyard? Yes. In a humane cage? Mm-hmm. They come in. When you see it, you'll go. You'll call them. You'll go. We got a. We got a uh, groundhog. Yes, and they come within the hour. They'll come within the hour. They'll grab it. They'll release it into the into a wooded area. Correct. A park. Yeah. Now is this place that they're releasing it just now running wild with groundhogs that they it's keep behind pump? your apartment building? So I'm not sure. Do not send groundhogs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. To my neighborhood, Jerry. I don't know. That's just what they do. They have different parks. They don't bring it to the same one every time. Imagine there's just a park with like hundreds of groundhogs hundreds running around. Thousands of them. Thousands of groundhogs. Yeah, they must What's it cost like to get rid of a uh, groundhog? 260 bucks. Per groundhog? No, I can up to 2. Up to 2 groundhogs. Up to 2. Do you think you have more than one? I don't. You think he's a bachelor pad uh groundhog just solo living alone under your I hope so, Al. <laughs> because if there's more it's a big pain in the ass. It really is. What if he has a harem of groundhog chicks in there? So you think they're dancing at night? Yeah, like it's a whole party. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a harem of chicks. Two hundred thirty bucks. Boy, he's gonna be sixty. Thank you. He's gonna be pissed at you when he gets caught in that humane trap. Yeah, he is. But he's gonna be like, "What the hell?" Free, and he's gonna live a good little life. No (laughs) one's gonna kill him. No one, as people suggested, is gonna shoot him with a BB gun. We're not gonna do any of that. How often do you look out your window to see if he's caught? When I'm home, every hour. You do. Yeah. Plus, we're outside a lot. That's the problem. So oh, so you're outside, scaring it them. doesn't come out. Uh, and we are now. Yesterday, I thought in the rain it would come out. Was it today's what? Thursday? No, today's Wednesday. On Monday, the trap was set. This is where I'm a little concerned about this whole process. Monday night, the groundhog came out. Oh. It was as if he looked at the trap right next to it. And I felt like he gave us a big FU. So he knew it was a trap. I don't know, but he ignored it and he didn't go in and take the food. Oh, really? There's food in it. There's uh, uh, apples. And- Broken up apples and uh, and lettuce, and, yeah. Apples and lettuce. Yeah, That's which what you're going to be awesome after the rain the last couple of days. That you're going to lure him in with apples and lettuce. I don't think we're luring him in with anything right now. I think when you get home today, he's going to be in the box. I hope you're right. Will you? I know you're not on Twitter anymore. Would you uh, tweet a photo of him? Yeah, 
I'm on Twitter, and I'll, I will be on it when I'm here because I have to be. I just took the app off my phone. I see. So if I want to go on Twitter, I can just pull up my Chrome on my phone, and I'm good. Oh, okay. I can still look at it, but I'm not, you know, I'm just not. I found, here's what I find. With these apps, you get these notifications nonstop, and then you, I don't know why, you're, you're almost pulled to look at them. Yeah. I have not looked at Twitter once when I've been home now. And that's awesome. Really? Yeah, I don't just whatever. I turn off the notifications, but I still do look at it a lot. Right, but I think the difference is I I, I believe the difference is when you go home unless you're hanging out down the shore with your girlfriend is you yourself and you. When I go home I pick up the kids, I found I found I was looking at the phone too much when I was with them. And you recognize that yourself. That bothers me. Good job. Because I don't like it when my son does it to us. Right. So there you go. All right. Practicing what I'm preaching. So now the apps are off the phone. Apps are off so the phone. So now if you want to go on Twitter on your phone, it's a bit of a multi-step process. It's not just hitting the app. So you Correct. must really, like if you catch this groundhog today, you go, I want to tweet a photo. That's worth taking the time to sign in. Yeah, it takes literally two seconds. All right. It doesn't take much time at all. Okay. Not a big deal. Oh, oh since yes, this Jerry. is the post-show game, it's the post-game the podcast. It, really, we got to and change the name of it. But all that's right. Besides the point. Um, what the hell were you guys talking about? A burning bush, or what was that about? Burning Man is burning uh, Man? What is, is this big music festival? I believe in the desert. Bo- uh, Boomer was saying he wants to take us all there. What is this? Uh, in the summer, I think he was just kidding. I hope because I have zero interest in going to. And where is it? Upstate uh, New York? No, no, uh, north of Reno, Nevada. Nevada. <laughs> That's, it's in the desert, right in the desert. You're kidding me. Yeah, All I do right. not want. I'm not a music festival guy. I don't want to yeah, go to Coachella. Like a mess. Right. I don't want to go anywhere where the main bathroom is porta potties, and you're there for more than a couple hours. Where that do you I'm shower? out for. Uh, I don't think you shower. Okay, guys, I'm out. That's gross. I'm with you, Jerry. A new survey is out. It says, women with this size bra are the happiest. What do you think it is? 36C. Um, well, it's really just looking for the cup size. Which, the cup size is the letter. Yes. I'm going to say a C. You're correct, Jerry. If you wear a C cup sized bra, you're more likely to feel satisfied with your boobs compared to other sizes. What do you, you wear? <laughs> I hope, I hope a double A. <laughs> I get I think um bras run from double A to K. What the hell does that look like? A K cup? Oof. Yeah, we have in the back. We have coffee. He's <laughs> <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> I didn't realize that. They go that big, huh? Yeah. It was a, a national survey conducted by cosmetic surgery solicitors and reported by the Sun, Jerry, the actual planet. They asked 871 women what they felt about their chest. C-cuppers said they loved or liked their boobs. Next up, the second happiest group is D-cups. Smaller size breasts were not as happy. That's not surprising. Although I would think B-cup would be happy. B-cup seemed less happy than they should, I think. Right. Well, why don't you lecture women with B-cups and tell them to be happy? All about positive attitude. Isn't that what life is about? Yeah. Positivity. You know, women that are slim, that have B-cups, is a very nice, uh, normal-looking mm-hmm. thing. Sure. Women that are slim. Yes. Tiny waist, 
B-size is probably just fine for them. Right. Agreed. What's your favorite uh, cup size? I would probably go uh, C. Right. Then... Therein lies why women with C cups are probably the happiest, because most men, without thinking about it, as you didn't hesitate, right. would probably say C. And you said C as well. I did. Sure. Yes, I did. I wonder what chest size women prefer on a man. Like, I think I'm a 42 regular. I have no idea what size. I don't know. That's the difference between men and women. Women don't fixate on our chest sizes. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't go. I think women. Did are you more... see Al at work? That guy's got a forty-two regular. You know what they look at? What's that? As long as that forty-two ain't forty-two inches around the waist. Right. Oh yeah. What waist size do you think women prefer on a man? Thirty-two. A thirty-two. I would say thirty-two and thirty between thirty-two and thirty thirty to thirty-four. Okay. You get beyond 34, you're getting a little too chunky, I think. Yeah. And if you're below 30, you're probably emaciated like you. Waist what are you size. 28. <laughs> I actually wear a 31. Do you really? Yeah. Waist size on men is weird. Yeah, because you could still have a big belly and it flops it's, right over. Yeah, it flops over. That's why I always wonder like, how do you measure? Do you measure around the belly button or do you flop under the, the big belly button? I, you do not measure the belly button. It's well, it's well under the belly button. Right. In your waist size. Women I like. Have, a, I believe women have words for men that have like bellies that bellies. hang over their belt. Yeah. I always felt like I always wear an extra inch around my waist because I always feel like if my waist if it's too tight then it gives me gas. Why? And I'm always farting. I don't know why because I think it puts pressure on your stomach. So you like to have the loosey-goosey jeans. A little looser, not loosey-goosey, just a slightly loose. An extra inch, one inch. All I'm looking for, Jerry, is an inch. And that makes you feel good about yourself. Yes. Jerry, did you know that uh, this weekend's Memorial Day? I did. Did you also know this? That between now and June 3rd, state and local law enforcement agencies across this United States nation, Jerry... They're stepping up enforcement, cracking down on drivers who aren't wearing their seatbelts. Good. I'm so glad they're doing this. Have you seen the signs? Click it or ticket. I have, and I've heard you and I talk about it as well. Let me explain what this means, Jerry. Click it or ticket means click your seatbelt on or, Jerry. You get a ticket. Get a ticket. Yep. Now, you should do this because it's... Uh, better for if you're ever in an accident. You want to be. Yourself. You don't want to be going through windshields, hitting your head on steering wheels, smashing your head into the dashboard. You want to stay in your seat. A seatbelt will help you do that. I honestly do not understand anybody's resistance to wearing a seatbelt. I don't either. I don't. It makes no sense to me. None. I agree. Now, when I was a kid, well, my mother, my mother let me stand up in the front seat. <laughs> That's right. No seatbelt. I used to sit in my grandmother's Terrible. lap. She used to teach me how to drive when I was yeah. like five years old. I only wish law enforcement would have stepped it up back yeah. then. No kidding. Give my mother a ticket. No but kidding. now, click it or ticket means you just, you get in the car, you automatically put your seatbelt on. And that means whether you're driving or a passenger. Right, there's nothing to think about. I get in a cab, back seat, seatbelt. I do too now. I Uber, do too. Lyft, seatbelt, seatbelt. I get in the car with you in the morning. What do I first thing I do, Jerry? You say good morning, and then you put the seatbelt on. I put my bags down. I put my seatbelt on before yes, you, you even hit the reverse. You always do. 
You always do, and I make sure I don't move that vehicle yeah. until you have your seatbelt on, or when I pick up my kids, they make sure they yeah. take their seatbelt. I'll sometimes, when we drive by in the morning, we drive by a cop, I'll yell, I've clicked it. So, therefore, there will be no ticket. <laughs> right. Very true. Yeah. Very true. So, really, I mean, you'll get a ticket all the time, but they're stepping it up between now and June 3rd. Yes. And don't just wear the seatbelt between now and June 3rd. Make Stupid. it a habit, please. Make it a habit, Jerry. Jerry, they say, well, it's like going on a diet. You're going to go on a diet for a couple weeks, or are you going to make a lifestyle change? Right. Make a car change. A Let's lifestyle go. car change. Yes. All oh. right, Jerry. Now, we did the warm-up show. We did this morning. Feels like four days ago. No, no. It was just a few hours ago. This morning we did it. So buckle in, folks, for the warm-up show. That's right, Jerry. See what I did there? Click. You know, I got it. Yeah, yeah. We really clicked today. Oh. (laughs) The warm-up show, we were really clicking. Oh, God. Just go to it. The only way we're getting a ticket is if we... Cops were stepping up enforcement on quality radio. Wow, you butchered that. So? Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Uh, good Wednesday morning to you. This portion sponsored by Spot Hero. Al Dukes, how it go? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, yesterday in this spot, we had talked about Jose Bautista. It was really just a rumor being floated yeah. around. Then last night, when you put the game on, there he is. <laughs> he's starting in the outfield. He's playing for the Mets. <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised that they actually did that. Yeah. They, I would not have, but well, good for them. They did it. Now, I was, saw on Twitter, I first saw this on Twitter, Jerry. The Mets had put out a, um, the Mets Twitter, official Twitter, put out a picture of Jose Bautista and said, uh, we've signed Jose Bautista for a year. The photo they used, though, he looked like he was wearing a fake beard. No, that's him. He always looks like that. Yeah, so I had uh, retweeted it with the question, is he wearing a fake beard? And so many people tweeted back to me the, you know that toy you could find in the toy, toy aisle, even at like a drugstore? It's called Wooly Willy. No. It's a magnetic beard thing where you you have a magnetic stick. Can I just stop you for a second? Yeah. How is it that I'm the one with the kids? I don't know what this is, and you do. Because this is a classic toy. It may not exist Wooly anymore. Wooly Willy? Wooly Willy. Eddie knows what I'm talking about. He's old like I am. No shot. If you saw... Real quick, Jerry. No, I know we're Google on the radio. Wooly Willy? Could you Google Wooly Willy? Because that's what he looks like. You take the magnetic stick, and you use the magnetic shavings, and you make the beard. That's exactly what Jose Bautista looks like. I, I do Still know what not this is. I never knew this was what it was called. Oh, you didn't know it had a name? No. I didn't either until many alert Twitter users uh, sent me the photo. Right. They pretty much nailed it. Others, Jose Bautista looks like he paints his beard on yeah. his face. Others Always said it has. was uh, the Just for Men situation. Could be that. He's with Keith Hernandez now, right? No. Keith and uh, Clyde did that commercial. Yeah. No gray. No play for Mr. Gray. That's exactly right. So you keep it tight. But he got a double last night, Jerry. Yeah, it was a good thing they signed him, or they wouldn't have scored. <laughs> they, did not, they did not have a great day. And they did not. I'll tell you one thing, too, just quickly, real sports for a minute. Real sports talk. Here's the problem with pitch counts. Zach Wheeler got better as that game went on. 
keep him in. Like honestly, I I know he I know his pitch count was at 105 or 106 or whatever, but he got stronger and better as the game wore on. But oh, we got to take him out. Unfortunately, he had Jose Reyes playing third base. Didn't help. Did not help. Which uh, cost him some runs, unearned runs, Jerry. And he's very lucky they got out of that second error-prone inning. Right. Where he made that horrendous throw to first base. Good first baseman probably grabs the ball, by the way. And then in the Yankee game, three wild pitches by Domingo Herman. Gary Sanchez did not help, though. You think they were his fault? I do, I do. Uh, Two of them I thought were his fault, yeah. How do they decide wild pitch or pass the ball? Usually any ball in the dirt that gets by the catcher is a wild pitch, no no doubt about it. If a ball just sails by or the catcher gets his glove on it, it's a pass ball. Now, I thought one of the wild pitches was just Sanchez lazy getting over. He just missed the ball. I really thought Sanchez was horrendous last night receiving. He's lazy. Ah, well, I mean, David Cohen made the comment on one that he's got some sort of a hmm, – don't clip this, Eddie. All right. He's got some weird squat, and he's slow to get over to the other side of the plate that really puts him you know, in jeopardy of catching the ball. So, so his squatting position is making him immobile. The rock squat. A rock squat. Is, I think what David Cohn called it. So he can't – not a lot of – Correct. Well, not a lot of room to move. Yeah, and then he was also faulting Herman mm-hmm. for when the runner come home on the strikeout. He just was too slow to the play because he should have been out by three feet. So they both hurt each other. They both weren't good last night. Weird squat. Bad job all around, would you say, in the field by the Mets and the Yankees, costing them both of them games. <laughs> yes, you could make that case. Jesus, Eddie. Jerry, we're going to really get into baseball during the <laughs> Boomer and Geo show. I wanted to make sure I had enough time for this story. Oh, I can't wait. In the warm-up. Uh, yeah. It involves a minor league hockey. Okay. A Columbia Blue Jackets prospect, Carson Meyer. This was written up, this story, in The Athletic. Still not sure exactly what that is, other than it's some sort of paid site. It's a website newspaper. How about that? Where writers write. Yeah, and good writers. You have to pay for it, though, right? I think so, yeah. But they've gotten the top writers around the country to work for this. So why the hell not? All right. So they had a terrific story. So you pay for it. You're I a do. subscriber. No. Luckily, oh. Deadspin uh, wrote about it, <laughs> and then I just took from there. It was a whole borrowing <laughs> situation. <it. laughs> they took from The Athletic. I took from Deadspin. Right. Someone will take from here. This is how it goes, Jerry, in the world of the internet. Uh, so this uh, guy, Carson Meyer, he had not been feeling well. Uh, he was falling asleep at practices. He was feeling ill. Uh, he went uh, into the bathroom because he had to go to the bathroom. And what exited yeah, I, I, I know. was a 25-inch tapeworm, which he was, as you might imagine, alarmed at. You think? <laughs> FaceTimed his mother. Ugh, in the bathroom? Yeah. Ugh. With this item and said, what is this? <laughs> Mom's always there for you, isn't she? And the I mean, mom, she buys your toilet paper, so. And the mom said, "Go show that to the trainer." The train, the trainer must have been like, "That's a snake." <laughs> it's two feet. It was a two foot tapeworm. Now I don't How know. How does that happen? They say it happens from undercooked fish. You better watch out. Sushi. You better watch out. That's why you can't get sushi. They sell sushi now in like train stations. They sell sushi. Off a truck yes. on Hudson Street every day. You know that you've got to go to a place that is known for sushi. Remember we were in San Francisco and we we're buying fish out of some hole in the wall yeah. on a random street? Yes. I'm like, what are we doing? 
You <laughs> know they're not properly. My, well, we don't think they are. We don't know that. I'm sure that that has to do with like you've got to keep sushi since it's a raw fish. You got to keep that chilled at all times. Yeah, you eat a lot of fish. I do eat a lot you of fish. Be careful, and you had trouble driving home last week. Maybe you've got a tapeworm in your gut. That's going to have to have the evacuation soon. I would love to see the horror on your face. <laughs> I actually want to Google what a tapeworm looks like. His said his was orange. An okay. orange tapeworm well, what do you think exited it like? the body. I don't know if it actually looks like a, like a worm caterpillar? or a caterpillar mm-hmm. or if it's like a flat thing. They say it's a segmented body. It had 50 segments in it. Oh, that's hideous. You think he ever eats sushi again? Never. I don't no, think he, he ever eats right? fish again. I agree. Fish out. Sushi this is why out. I need fish. Salmon out. Flounder. You get you get what I'm saying. Well, even Jerry. like tuna. Out. So we've been out before, and you get tuna, and it, it's basically raw. Yeah. And it's good, but how do you know it's there's not bacteria in it, or there's not tapeworms in it? No, I'm sure that wasn't a 25 inch tapeworm that he ate. It was probably an egg, right? A tapeworm egg. I don't know. I don't eat fish. I have no idea. You recently liked sushi. Yeah, but I don't, not with fish in it. The fake sushi. Oh, like California rolls? Yes. That's not real. <laughs> Come on. That's it's a child. It's rice and avocado. Jerry, you have the it's world. Child. I don't like fish. I don't know what to tell you. I like shrimp and that's it. Jerry, part of going out for sushi is you roll the dice that you might have a tapeworm. <laughs> no, no. 20... You can roll the dice. I'll stick with something else. Now, back in the olden days, in the, in the old wives' tales about tapeworms, when they thought somebody was, uh, that they, they thought somebody had a tapeworm, the old wives' tale was they would take a sugar cube put it on the end of of the person's tongue with their mouth open like this. And then the, the tapeworm would work its way up the entire intestinal thing through the throat, up, up the throat to grab the cube off the tongue. These wives are pretty dumb, huh? And that's what they would grab it. And it's so stupid. Like, hey, you know, the magicians pull the scarf that never ends. That was the tapeworm coming Could out of someone's mouth. you imagine living in 1820? No. <laughs> you don't feel well... <laughs> God knows what it would have been. Yeah. Here, just take this piece of penicillin. You'll be fine. Meanwhile, you got cancer. I'd be worried that that tapeworm was reproducing in my body. <laughs> well, he better be worried about yeah. that because he could be relieving himself more. Right. Terrible. Columbus Blue Jackets prospect, Jerry. Carson Meyer is his name. Yeah, we got to take a break. All right. Hold your next story. Weird squat. Wooly mm-hmm. Willie. <laughs> This portion sponsored by Spot Hero. And finally, here's a way you can save time parking. Use Spot Hero anytime you park. First-time users can enter promo code CITY for $10 off. Spot Hero, park smarter. Uh, some more stories in Boomer and Geo next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotts Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, approaching 6 o'clock. Rockets beat the Warriors 95-92. Good win at Golden State Series tied 2-2. Celtics-Cavs tonight. Rangers beat the Yankees 6-4. We'll get into that this morning. The Marlins over the Mets 5-1. You've got two minutes, go. Something else that went around the internet yesterday, Jerry, was this uh, Brandy Chastain. Oh, that was a brutal plaque. Yeah, so she was uh, being... uh, inducted into the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame, and they made a plaque in her likeness. Terrible. Is that called a bust? No, a bust is uh, like a three-dimensional thing. This is just a plaque. Got it. But they, uh, you know, the face looked like a a man. Looked like John Adams. Looked like a lot of people were saying Peter King. (laughs) Peter King? 
People said Chris Farley. Peter King? Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. It did not look like Chris Farley. Rex Ryan. All right, here we go. People had it looking like a Mike Francesa. All right, people had it looking like a, a Bill Clinton, I'm sure, at some what point. What it didn't Stop. look like was Brandy Chastain. It did not, especially when she's standing next to it. She's That's so what I mean. Like, how, was she, how did she react when she saw that? Like, is, is this my? <laughs> yeah, where's my plaque? <laughs> what is this? Uh, this looks like Gary Busey. <laughs> They're go- they are going to do a, a redo. They should do a redo. It doesn't look anything like her. It's the- almost like they had a, re- a reject one, and they just threw it on. Ah, she'll never know. Then they started, uh, you know, on the internet, people were forwarding all the, the bad ones, like Christian Ronaldo. Okay. A beautiful man, Jerry. He had a statue made up of him. Hor- like, horrendous looking. And people get paid a lot of money to do that. Yeah, there's a Lucille O'Ball Oh, Lucille O'Ball, is that... Is that how you say your name, Eddie? It's Lucille Ball, you idiot. <laughs> no. Not O'Ball. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Are you really asking that question? Yes. Lucille Ball. Yes. Hers, in front of her, there's some sort of Lucille Ball museum. Looks like an evil Lucille Ball. <laughs> I could see that. Or O'Ball. Wooly Willie. Boomer and Geo are on their way to the Jersey Shore this Friday for our big kickoff to summer at Headliner on Route 35 in Neptune. Join us from 6 to 10. It's free admission. Plus, we'll have live music from Mike Del Judas and Big Shot.